quick one guys before we get into today's episode do you know any parents including yours who doesn't really know how to help their child through their journey in sports i'm hosting a free masterclass called nurturing your child's sporting talent in that masterclass they would learn how to prepare you or their children for sports the right way send them to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting now into today's episode welcome to the show guys this is athlete maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations and we do that through the five-part framework called the athlete maestro method i'm your host tola ugunlewe and on today's episode guys I want to talk to you about five decisions you are likely to regret if you are not careful. So currently, uh, you are in the process of chasing your sports goals. You want to be the best athlete you can be. You want to do all these things in your sports. You know, and one of the things that I always tell athletes is that you this, this process that you are going through currently, you have to be extremely careful. Because if you are not careful while you are going through the process, when it's all said and done, there's going to be lots of regrets you're going to have. And of course, we've seen this with people who were professional athletes. We've seen this with people who couldn't make it to being a professional athlete. So whichever side of the spectrum it is, you would always see them with so many regrets when their career is over. So on today's episode, guys, I want to talk to you about five decisions you regret if you are not careful as a young athlete. Now, this episode, guys, of the podcast is brought to you by my free guide on how to know if your coach is right for you how to know if your coach is right for you so of course as an athlete you are going to be working with a coach so whether that's a track coach football coach basketball coach fitness coach a physiotherapist you're working with a coach whichever way you want to look at it working with me i am your mental coach so you are working with me as well so how do you know if that coach is right for you? So if you wanted to know if Tola is the right person for me, how do you know? You want to know if your football coach is the right person for you? How do you know? I created a free guide which you can get athletemaestro.com forward slash coach. Athletemaestro.com forward slash coach. Athletemaestro.com forward slash coach. When you get your hands on that free guide, come to this episode where we'll discuss five decisions that I don't want you to regret as an athlete. Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show, guys. And the first decision that I don't want you to regret is the decision not to give your sport everything. The decision not to give your sport everything. If I was going to rate this, you know, as, as part of the decisions that athletes who have retired have kind of complained about a lot, you know, this, this will probably be close to the top. Because you see, when they've retired, or for whatever reason, when they've stopped playing their sport, obviously their body cannot perform the way it used to perform, the way it's been performing. The body cannot do that anymore. You know, so they kind of then have time, most especially if they are idle, right? That, that even makes it worse. <laughs> they kind of have time to sit down and look at everything. So they look at the big picture of everything that they were able to do in their sport. And you see, top of the list of those regrets is not giving your sport everything. You, you kind of hold back. 
you know, and I've talked about this previously on the podcast where I said it is part of a mental challenge that you don't know even you have. Now, you see a lot of young athletes who you want to achieve success in sports with the barest effort possible so that you can brag about the little effort that you put in. So I remember when uh, we were in secondary school, all those years ago, right? And you had the ethical people, so the people who loved books, the people who were very brilliant. And of course, I was one of them. You know, and you get to the point where you want to brag. So one of the things I used to brag about a lot was that I could or I wouldn't read for an exam and I would pass. Now, obviously, at the time, the stakes were not high and the things that we were learning, you know, were, were kind of digestible. So I could read one hour and I would get everything that I need to get. So that was what I was known for, quote and unquote, in school that, hey, Tola, he doesn't read, but he's going to pass his exams. You see, that's the same thing with a lot of athletes. You want to be seen as not trying hard enough so that when you succeed, you can say, oh, man, I only I only used to train one hour a day, two hours a day. But, I mean, look at what I'm doing in the sport. You want to use it as a bragging point. But guess what? Sports doesn't work that way. If you are not putting in the effort, hey, guess what? Other people are putting in the effort. And those other people who are putting in the effort are going to beat you out in that sport. It is just too competitive for you not to give everything, for you not to try everything, for you not to put your heart and your soul into that thing. You see, that bragging thing that you want to do that, hey, so let, let's say you're a sprinter, for example, people like Usain Bolt. So um, they would always play and talk about Usain Bolt in the sense that, you know, Bolt is always jesting, he's always laughing when he's on the track, he's always having fun. Guess what? Let me just let me just bust your bubble there, man. This is a guy who puts in insane amount of work. He gave his sport everything. That's why towards the end, his body kind of broke down. He gave his sport everything. So this is a decision that I don't want you to regret as an athlete. The decision not to give everything. You want to brag that, hey, you know, I just did little and I was able to achieve this. So that's the first decision, guys, that I don't want you to regret. The decision not to give everything. Number two is not listening to your coaches more not listening to your coaches more. So I was listening to a podcast, Sports Wars, where they revisited the, the rivalry between Kobe and Shaq, you know, and how, you know, they had this tormentous or torrentious relationship while they were in the Lakers. And of course, Kobe eventually ran Shaq out of the Lakers and, and, and all of that. And of course, there's a part of that story as well between Kobe and Phil Jackson, who was the coach of the team, and how Kobe as well ran Phil Jackson out of the team they had won two NBA titles at that point, I believe, two, or three NBA titles at that point. You know, and of course, it wasn't happening with Phil Jackson's triangle offense, you know, wanting to run the offense through Shaq and, and, and all of those things. Ran the man out of town. Guess what? For two seasons, the Lakers didn't win anything. And then he realized that, hey, I need a coach. And guess what? The Lakers got Phil Jackson back and they won two more championships. Like, literally, they won two more times. And of course, Eric Thomas also does a video about this where, you know, Kobe ran Phil Jackson out of town. When he realized that he couldn't get it done without a coach, what did he do? He had to agree that Phil Jackson should come back. And of course, I was watching ESPN as well, where they were always talking about it, where Stephen A. Smith was actually the one talking about it, where he said, hey, there is no great athlete who did not have a coach. MJ had Phil Jackson. Name the sports they whole had a coach. Tom Brady had Bill Belichick. You need a coach. You see, one of the decisions I don't want you to regret is not listening to your coaches more. You know, so you feel like you can do it on your own. You feel like you can figure it out. You feel like you are the person who is performing. Now, yes, you are the one who is performing. 
they are the one who puts your body on the line. And of course, I remember when we had Stan Francis on the podcast, you know, and he talks about being an agent and said, hey, I'm happy I don't have to do the work the footballers have to do. Now, that's great. But you see, guess what? You can never watch yourself play. You can never coach yourself play in the moment when you need to be coached. Now, whatever sport it is, you know, there are certain things that happen where you need to review. You need a third-person perspective. So if you're a track and field athlete, someone needs to watch to ensure that you have the right form. If you're a footballer, they need to ensure that you are in the right position. You're making the right plays. If you're a basketballer, same thing. You see, you need that third-person perspective, and you need that correction part-time. So if it was that you could go and play, and then you will come back and watch the game for the corrections, that game is done. So you've either lost the game or you've won the game, but that game is done. Nothing you can do to change. You see, one decision that I don't want you to regret is the decision not to listen to your coaches more. That's why I'm offering you that free guide to know, is my coach what is my coach for me? Is this the person that is going to help me? So you listen to the podcast now. Is Tola the guy that is going to get me to break my mental and physical limitations in sports? Get that guide. Athletemaestro.com forward slash coach athlete maestro.com forward slash coach because trust me when it's all said and done you are going to regret not listening to your coach more trust me oh if only i'd listened at that point of course the 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 uh the statistics and all that goes on and on about what if Shaq and kobe got along what if kobe listened to phil jackson more how many rings would they have won don't forget that phil jackson won five rings with Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. But of course, all of that now is all hypothesis. We cannot go back and change that. It is all said and done. So number two decision that I don't want you to regret is not listening to your coach more. Number three is giving up too soon. Giving up too soon. Now, of course, nobody said this sports journey is going to be a walk in the park. Nobody said it's it's just going to be, people are going to hand things over to you. And of course, when we had um, James Leith on the podcast as well, you know, he talks about it that, hey, for you to get in the door, someone else has to leave. So that sport that you're fighting for, you want to be a striker in the team, you want to be a center forward, you want to be a power forward, you want to be a center in the team, there's somebody currently on that team who is playing that position. So guess what? That person has to leave for you to come in. So you see, there are certain times when the road and the path might be rough. And I agree. And I feel for you. Because I've been through that process as well. I, I've seen how unforgiving it can be. I've seen how tough it can be. But guess what? If you give up too soon, you are not going to know what you could have done. And that's why you see a lot of athletes who, when they're watching sports on TV, they always project what they could have done to the people who are doing it. Somebody misses a chance, you'll be like, oh, man, in my day. In my day, I would have buried that chance. If only I was there. But hey, guess what? You gave up too soon. You didn't persevere enough. You did not persevere enough. So that's it. You see, when you give up too soon, it means that you were not willing to persevere. Now, I'm not saying that, look, you should be blind, you know, and not realize when to, you know, give up the ghost and things like that. No, that's not, that's, that's not what I'm saying. You see, what I'm saying is that if you are really putting in the work, if you are really trusting the process, if you are really doing the right things at the right time, remember I've talked about this on the podcast, that, you can be working hard, but you can be working hard at nothing. So it means you're just wasting your time. So all that, I put 10 hours into my sport, 15 hours into my sport, leave all of that aside first. You get what we are talking about here, the key part, the key component, what we're talking about here is working on the right things. You see, as long as you're doing all of that, 
You need to trust the process. You need to trust that the process is going to bear fruit. You know, so if you, you know, I saw this thing on Instagram, which I thought was like absolutely fantastic. You know, if you planted a seed in the ground, are you going to dig up the seed every time to see whether or not the seed has started growing? As long as you planted the right seed, as long as you are watering that seed, guess what? That seed is going to grow. Now, if the seed doesn't grow, it probably means that you planted it in the wrong place which is what I talk about in terms of working on the wrong things. You know, so if you plant it, you know, in the midst of pebbles, stones, gravel, all those things, obviously it's not going to grow. It's the same seed. You need rich soil to plant it in. That rich soil is working on the right things at the right time. So I don't want you, when it's all said and done, to look back and say, oh, I stopped too soon. I gave up too soon. I didn't persevere enough. That's one regret, trust me, that is going to eat you alive. And I do not want that. That's the number three thing that I don't want you. One of the three decisions that I don't want you to regret. Number four thing is not taking more risks. Not taking more risks. So I remember when we had James Leith on the podcast again, you know, and I asked him and I said, hey, you have all these athletes who they are getting older. And obviously, the older you get in your sport, the lesser and lesser your chances of succeeding in that sport are. You know, so, and I asked James Lee about that. I said, hey, what do you think about athletes, you know, that find themselves in that position? You know, and the first thing he says, didn't bat an eyelid. He said, everything has to be on the table. Everything has to be on the table. Will you go abroad? Yes. Will you go overseas? Yes. Will you play for this lesser team? Yes. Will you play for... All I could hear him saying was that that athlete must be willing to take more risk. So I see a lot of young athletes now, with the exception of safety-related concerns... I see a lot of young athletes who want to remain in their comfort zone whilst pursuing their goals. You know, so you're a track athlete, they tell you to come and run in this obscure place. Now, of course, if you're not elite yet, you need to go there because you need the exposure, you need the competition, you need everything that you can get at that point because you have not arrived. Now, of course, you can train all you want. And of course, as an athlete, you should know this. You can train all you want, but at the end of the day, a game will never be like a training session. It would never, you can try your best to mask it and try to, it would never be like a training session. So you need to be willing to take more risks in your career, even while you're playing. Now, I'm not saying you should take blatant, you know, an obvious and stupid risk. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you see, the risk for progress, you have to be willing to take it. Will you travel to this country? Yes, you will travel to the country. Will you go and play for this team? Yes, you will play for this team. And of course, for footballers as well. You hear a lot of footballers, so I'm hosting Football Mastery, which is coming up. It's actually starting next week as at the time you're hearing this. So if you haven't signed up yet, head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery. If you haven't signed up yet, head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash football mastery to sign up. You need literally to sign up. You know, so I was talking and I was thinking about, you know, a lot of footballers who are Maybe you're a little bit advanced in age, but you still have that dream to play football. And they say, hey, there's this opportunity for you to play in this country. So maybe some of the North African countries who have really good leagues, really good leagues that will be good exposure for you. And you'll be like, oh, North Africa? No, I'm not going there. <laughs> and I laugh. I'm like, you're not ready. Like, you are not ready. So it's the same thing with other athletes who maybe are preparing for the European Championships or the World Championships. You know, and in order for you to qualify for that event, you have to go to this obscure event somewhere. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. The reason you're doing that is because you don't feel comfortable. And it's because you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone. But trust me, when your career is said and done, you are going to regret 
not taking that risk? Because you are going to then ask yourself is what's the worst that could happen? And that's the question that I want you to ask yourself now. What is the worst that will happen? The team won't pick you, right? Or maybe the coach of that team will say no. Or maybe what's the worst that could happen? And at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, would that worst really have mattered in the grand scheme of things compared to what you could have achieved if it was a yes? You know, so starting this podcast was a risk because athletes could have said, oh, no, it's crap. They would not have listened. Now, of course, they didn't listen at the start, but guess what? I persevered, So, which is the third uh, decision that I talked about. So not only did I persevere, I took more risks. I started talking about things people weren't willing to talk about. I started talking about athletes in a way that others weren't talking about athletes. I don't want you to regret not taking more risks. You need to step out of your comfort zone. If you're shy, I know that you're shy. I am shy as well. You might see me on Instagram. You might not think that I'm shy. I am shy as well. But guess what? When I need to step out of that comfort zone, which is where the magic happens, actually, guess what? Of course, I'm going to step out of that comfort zone. That is the number four decision that I don't want you to regret as an athlete. And of course, the final one is not building the right relationships, not building the right relationships. Now, this is twofold. So you have the athletes who have made it or have experienced some sort of success and you think you've arrived. You think you don't need other people. You think you can go it on your own. You think you're an island. So that's one. Then two is the second athlete who feel like because I have not amounted to anything or because I haven't achieved any level of success yet, I should, I'm staying away from people. I'm running away from people. Hey, guess what? Life goes far beyond sports. If you're lucky, you play a sport, you're 40. What then happens after that? If you're going to live till you're 90, that is 50 years after you have retired from sports. And of course, everybody sees this famous picture of, um, what's his name? Karim Abdul-Jabbar and his coach, John Wooden. When they were in um, UCLA, and of course, when Karim then made it to the NBA and John Wooden was elderly, you need to start building relationships, whether it's with the coach, whether it's with the referee, whether it's tournament organizers, whether it's with an agent, whether it's with a sports manager, whether it's with a sports lawyer. Start building relationships. It's absolutely key. You know, and that's one of the things that I I feel so sad about with young athletes. You know, I have a lot of young athletes who message me. You know, I just message me and you be like, hey, or you be like, hi. I'm like, that's not how to build a relationship. Or you just say, can you help me with this? Like, when I don't even know you, I haven't even known you. And that's why I said, for the athletes or for the footballers who are registered for football mastery, not only do you get the content of what we teach, guess what? You're building a relationship with me and I will stick my neck out for you. You see, you need to build relationships because life is about relationships. All the guests that I've brought onto the podcast, I've brought them out because of one relationship or the other. So maybe somebody had recommended them because of the relationship I had built with them. It's, it's, it's just been fabulous all the way. So whether you feel like you've achieved some level of success, you don't need people, or whether or not you feel because I haven't achieved success, I should run away from people. No, no, no. Nobody does that. Nobody is doing that. Trust me on that. Nobody, I guarantee you, nobody is doing that. You need to be building relationships because it's those relationships you are going to leverage on when your career is done or as you continue to rise in your sports. The five decisions, guys, that I don't want you to regret at the end of the day Number one, not giving your sport everything you have. You're playing sport for a finite amount of time. Give it everything. Number two, not listening to your coach's mom. Number three, giving up too soon. Number four, not taking more risk. Number five, not building the right relationships. Not building 
the right relationship. One of the things that I talked about, relating to the coach, if you want to know if your coach is right for you, get my free guide, athletemaestro.com forward slash coach, athletemaestro.com forward slash coach. And of course, you get other free resources, head over to athletemaestro.com, athletemaestro.com. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail, tola at athletemaestro.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. When you subscribe, the episodes get downloaded automatically to your device of choice. And of course, what your rating and review does is that it increases the profile of the podcast and it tells other athletes that this is a worthwhile resource, a resource they can use to get to their sports goals, to be the best athlete you can be. And of course, they will do that because of your rating and review. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. Athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I'll just go out there, start acting so that you don't regret this decision. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.